die from a half century of rich shenanigans. He old. (laughs) This week we have the birthday boy, Rich. Did you guys see the new laptop Alan got me for my wow. birthday? Wow, th- it works just as well as the old laptop. A little something just to say thank you for being you. Why is the corner broke? <laughs> it better not be. Because that's, it was it was broke when I left it here. That's, that's new in my world. Vinny. How y'all doing? Alan with a Y. What is going on? Hey, Rich. Dirt called. <laughs> <laughs> they said, damn, you're old. <laughs> You'll always be older than I am. I Alan. know. <laughs> well... Probably. We hope. <laughs> and of course, let's not forget, Mr. Craig Bacon is here with us tonight, too. I always forget to mention myself. I know. And here you are. I threw that in there for you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's Rich's 50th birthday. That's right. Is it My, actually, it's actually his birthday today, today right? We're right. not celebrating his it birthday. Is. His birthday is actually today. That's right. So it's going to happen whether you celebrate it or not. That's right. Did you celebrate uh, Saturday night? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm just recovering from Saturday night. My wife made me leave because your wife was going to bed. And Skip goes, you don't need to leave yet. <laughs> How well did that go over? I went home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played it safe and smart. <laughs> That's well, what they're there for, to the, keep us out of trouble. The, the sex was not going to be better with, with Walden. <laughs> Thank you. Did he stay there, I hope? Oh, yeah. Okay. How long was your mom there? She closed the place. Oh, Walden, I left at 1230. Walden left before she did. 1230? Yeah. At Casa okay. de U? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Tammy threw me a, a lovely birthday gala. Yeah. Had lots of people over and magnificent food. Way nice. more low-key than the idiot who had his the previous weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would have liked... food was better because I smoked the pork. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, that would have been good. I was... Uh, I was uh, had my little soiree that I had to do on Saturday evening, and then getting out of there it was just a long, late night. How was your soiree? It was fun. It was nice. Did you know, but there were some kids there that I'm like, I can't believe it. Like that, when I see out and about, and I see them in a family setting. I know them. They're like, hey, hey. So I was, I let one kid, and he's like, hey, Uncle Al, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, you, you know. I told you not to call me that in front of yeah. other people. He's like, and I'm listening to him talk. He's like, that's my family right there. That's my family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this kid? But he's part of the. Demillo, Molinaro, Pelicano, offshoots, you know? I was like, what's up? So his name ends in a vowel. It's a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked at him like, I know I know you, but, you know, a lot of these people I just know because I see him just at events with all the other kids that I know. And I'm like, what's up, man? All I heard was all Italians know each other. Yes. That's right. All related. <laughs> but in this town, it used to be. It's not this way anymore. The West Enders and the North Enders did not know. It was oh, not good. They like you know repping their set because there were down. Yeah, well that's it because there's Italians and there's Fatalians. <laughs> so which one were the Fatalians? I don't want to say. Yeah, that's right. Enough. You better. Not I don't want to go to the mattresses again. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Oh, that was Apollonia. <laughs> so after your wife made the fire, did anybody go out there? I know Walden went out there. I have no fucking idea. Walden went out there. He goes, there's nobody out here. And he walked back in. (laughs) But your wife went out to start the fire. She walked back in. She had dog shit all over her shoes. (laughs) And then it started pouring rain, didn't it? Not until a little bit later. Yeah. I was going to say, because that's what I was like. Because it poured hard. It was pouring. I'm getting to the car, and I'm like, this just. So they had a a, a cadoodle, whatever the fuck that is. Kahoot. Kahoot. And who knew the most about Rich? Guess who won? You. Rich. <laughs> well, that makes sense then. <laughs> of course I won my own trivia game. Mm-hmm. Who do you think they asked all those questions for? I did a really good job at pin the beard on Rich. Yeah, we had pin the, the beard, beard on pour. Rich. 
So you you get the option to put a beard on my I they made a poster of me the the ten minutes I didn't have a beard last year mm-hmm. and uh, they blew that up into a poster. My daughter made a beard and and mouth to go on it and a slice of bacon to go in the mouth and a beer to pour <laughs> down the throat. That's and, funny. Uh, I got, got really close, man. You got, you got points for how accurately you you. So now, do you, do you get spun around when you do that? Yeah, you get yes. spun around. Oh, geez, at your age. Though I think I did, I did not partake. Okay, I, I watched I, everybody else do it. I know that your daughter's boyfriend got really really close, but I am ninety nine percent positive he could see. Oh, I, I wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> Cheater. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him at all. And he would want to do well just to impress me. <laughs> if he really wanted to impress you, he would laugh. But he doesn't laugh. Uh, he does. He says, every once in a while I make it a ha, but never a ha, ha. That's just the type of person he is. All right. <laughs> well, I just laughed more than he did. He laughs. I don't know what he's He's a funny dude. Getting on. He he acknowledges humor, and he produces it occasionally, but it's not always intentional. No. <laughs> I didn't even notice when... Did Nolan leave, or did he, like, disappear into a bedroom someplace to sleep? Some of the kids went upstairs to Richard's room to hang out instead okay. of being down there with adult adults. Because they were playing video games, the next thing I know, they were gone. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. And frankly, I wasn't paying that much attention to that end of the building, so... No, I was having fun, though. Wendy must have said for about 45 minutes, time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Tammy's going to bed. Tammy's right there. <laughs> Tammy normally would be going to bed, but not that night. That night, Tammy stayed up. Good for her. She's a good woman. Hooking you up with a big old party. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's good. She'd have been there. I know. <laughs> I was. You Vinnie know, Bale, too, but he's got a real excuse. My he, wife, has, he has children. That's yeah. not a real excuse. His kids are 37 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. My oldest acts like it, but no, Mrs. Vinny that morning decided to allow my oldest daughter's boyfriend to come to the house after they're finished working the um, Polar Express. And so we would have gotten them home at about 8, or they were coming home at 8, and I was like, if we are at the party when we're supposed to be, or even, you know, get there about 7.30. Could have given you a ride, and a ride home. It, 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 it had nothing to do with that. Like, they were getting dropped off. I did not want to leave them in a house with just my mother. Because and my, your wife. You could have left your wife at home. Yeah, no, she was coming too. <laughs> but I, my mother will sit in front of the TV in her room and watch TV all night, and then those two will just be... Doing things they should not be doing. It, that's what I wanted to make sure that they were not doing, because the boyfriend's mother, she's a very nice lady, but she's very adamant that they're not left alone. You know, without... There, there needs to be adults in the house, and I'm, I'm in, in agreement with her, and, you know, I want to respect that. You know, because um, he is he is a good kid. Should have brought him with you. Oh, I wasn't going to bring him and my daughter to your party. Don't give a shit. Should have. Eh. They could have sat out by the fire. They could have. Everybody's they, welcome. They could have done all their drugs and drinking and sex right at my place. <laughs> right. That's what everybody else was doing. <laughs> Wait, really? That's where I had to didn't go there. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It was like Caligula over there. 
Well, not until everybody else left. If, no. they, if, if they were going to do that shit, it would be <laughs> it'd be in his lineage and fucking salt the earth. Like it well, would there be you it. go. You can bury him under my pool. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right next to Jimmy I Hoffa. You, I thought you insisted no. it's not your pool. Well, I, my name's on the deed. It's okay. on the property. So. Yeah. so then it indeed is his pool. If if I'm using it to hide bodies, it's my pool now. <laughs> I'll stop, I just, I'll stop why does the dog keep digging? I'll stop threatening to burn it down after that. <laughs> I just read somewhere that if you wanted to hide a body and bury a body, uh, you shouldn't do it horizontal. You should do it vertical. Shh. So you should dig down further. Straight down, because when they do aerial views and stuff like that, when they're looking, they're looking for a coffin-type-sized bot. But if you have something small, you should dig down vertical and deeper, bury it, put some stone on top of it, and then put, like, a dead animal on top of that. Hi, Cooper. So even when a dog smells the uh, bat, they'll dig it up, and they'll go down the three feet or four feet, and they'll see it was a dog. How about some lie? Oh, well, lie always works, too. Yep. By the way. It's always better than telling the truth. Your bag of lie is leaking in the garage. What? Never mind. Bag of lie is leaking in the garage. Never I don't mind. have a garage. It's a poorly timed joke. That's <laughs> okay. Maybe with movie magic, uh, Mr. Bacon will be able to actually make that joke in the different spot, and then you can hear us laughing profusely. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> I said all three of those words in one sentence today. <laughs> he did, apparently. <laughs> For who? Ticketmaster. So you need a place oh. to sleep tonight? Uh, no. Who knows, though? I'm, my, I can't get back into my Ticketmaster account, so they may have canceled my account. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Well, I have season tickets with Shay, so I've got to get back into it in January. Somebody's got to take Ticketmaster down. Might as well be you. Yeah. I would love to. They went in front of Congress, and Congress was beating on them for two weeks, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we don't really see any problem here. So you know what happened between Friday when they broke and Monday when they got back? The check cleared. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Bunch of criminals. That's how they get you. Speaking it of a bunch of criminals, you. No, you got more of that later. Huh. So, Alan was kind enough to drop off a uh, a lovely gift bag here for me. So I'm going to go through it. You got Most more shit it. than I got. That's not true. A glow mask. Who left this here? Yours I'm was the stuff I bought and spent money on. No, it wasn't. Uh huh. You think that bottle of wine was free? What bottle of wine? The bottle of wine you drank. That was a nice. It was a beautiful <laughs> Pinot Noir. What's that? He's got something. I'm opening my gift from Alan. What is it? It's got all kinds of nice things in it. So many nice things. If I wanted you to see, I wouldn't be hiding it from you, would I? Duh. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ow! Fucking a. They're <laughs> <laughs> whippersnappers. Why are they cracking on your laptop? Don't crack them on. Crack them on the. <laughs> right there, then you want to crack it out. He did it right on your side. And then when the board fries, the board's not going to fry from these. Oh, it's a dud. These are great. It's probably the thrower. Yeah. Oh, it's right behind you. <laughs> now he's going to pick them up because the dog will eat them. No, no, they're harmless. Then he'll 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 fart sparks. It's a it's a little bit of gunpowder and a little bit of gravel wrapped in a tissue paper with a whipper snapper. They're easy peasy. Totally not lethal. Once the gunpowder explodes, anyway. Elle's still walking around. He doesn't know what he's doing. Those are fun. I haven't seen one of those since I was a kid. Really? I have a whole drawer. Now you know why. Do you, want, do you want, need any more? Do I need any I more? I have a whole drawer of them. Probably have 40 or 50 packs of them. No. No, I don't. I think uh, 50 should hold me over. There's 50 of them for my 50th birthday. I shoot yeah. him at my neighbor when he's outside mowing the lawn. <laughs> oh, he went and got his own to defend himself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we had to make it even. All right. Here we go. <laughs> what are those? Is it an M80? 
An no. M5000. Oh, my God. There you go. M5000. So there's a couple additions for your birthday now. There's Craig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did, did, did you take that off your tree? <laughs> a Christmas ornament from 1990. Oh, it's It's perfect. a good one. It's, it's got pretty colors. It's even got real tinfoil as the... That's so the voices don't get through. <laughs> yeah. Right. I didn't have any hooks to put on there, so it's just a piece so, of tinfoil. So this Christmas ornament can double as an antenna. That's uh-huh. nice. Thank you, Al. There you what go. What else we got here? Spam! <laughs> you can't go wrong with a can of spam. Oh, real spam! Check the date. That's the That's high dollar stuff. For. Yeah. Yeah, what's that say? Say, tell me about that. <laughs> it, it expired this it. year. See? Don't you who it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's best by March of 2023, so it's still potential in here. <laughs> That's quality stuff. You fry that stuff, they, it's delicious. They made that They made that can the year you were born. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, now, what is, I, I always forget what the acronym is supposed to stand for. Spam. I didn't know it was an acronym. It's spiced ham. Spam in my lunchbox at work. It's not, a, it's not an it's acronym. It's the best. No, yeah. I thought there was an acronym for it, too. those two words together. I didn't know that. So... Yeah, then, it's, uh, it's like an acronym or a couple words smashed together. Little bottles of hooch. Dr. McGillicuddy's menthol, menthol mint. That'll give me the shits. That'll be good for you. And then uh, Jim Beam Fire. Parrot yes, he just drops coconut. it on the table. Well, what's the worst that could happen? And a shaker of cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good stuff, too. That's not fake cinnamon. And That's it's good till next November. It's not even expired. That's the baddiest stuff, so that's the best. Uh, you like that stuff? And hard and, candy. And a lay. And a lay. You, you know, got I want to make sure I got laid yep. for my 50th birthday. You know, a couple of years ago, they threw me a uh, Letterkenny super soft birthday. And so this is not the first time I've gotten a lay on my birthday. Oh. <laughs> Walden gave me one. And then I got a tiara and a t-shirt that read, my super soft birthday. Uh. And you got your bag of hard candy, so there's some of the old-fashioned uh, cinnamon things that are in there, and the butterscotch, and there's a root beer. Who's got a lighter? And there's all, kind, there's <laughs> all kinds of lovely don't. surprises in here. Thank you. If y'all start blowing shit up in here, I got to leave. Why? Aren't you the, the munitions expert? Yeah. We were counting on you to keep things safe. <laughs> you, you know what? You can probably Here, just, here's what you did wrong when you lit that. <laughs> just hold it in your hand because it's not that. It's, it's not even as tough as a retro firecracker. Tape that shit to your pinky. I bet you won't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so since we're all in a giving mood here, Craig was kind enough to give me a bottle of hooch for my birthday, so I brought it to share. That have was you, from both you, of us. Have you tried it yet? No, the, okay. it's still sealed. So this is the Deacon Scotland Blended Scotch Whiskey. Ooh. 40% alcohol, which is 80 proof. That's pretty fancy. Ported by the Deacon Distillers from Highland, Illinois. And I can't open it. Here's a big surprise. The Sabres are winning. Are Is that a surprise? Yeah, it's one because they suck lately, dude. They haven't won lately. You know, for the last fifteen years. I'm only fifty, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as I know, they've always sucked. Well, they went to the, in '99. They went to the Stanley Cup. Man, that seems like only what on the tour. <laughs> that seems like it's been. Like that was 20, the no goal year. Mm-hmm. That seems like 23 years ago, almost 24. He's smelling it. Did Did you drink the alcohol and fill this with water or something? I don't smell no. anything. I'm just kidding. I definitely smell the smoke. Oh, yeah. It's very smoky. It's got kind of a medicinal smell, so it's definitely scotch. Well, then it's <laughs> probably very peaty, very mossy, earthy. Yes. Uh, Walden was kind enough to give me a bottle of Lagavulin, which I promptly opened to his dismay. <laughs> you know what goes good with that? 
Um, everything. <laughs> you crack open a nice spam and vintage spam. Vintage spam. <laughs> spam that you got from a fallout shelter. <laughs> spam doesn't go bad. That's what people I have mean, in their fallout shelters. What could go shelters. right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know where I seen that can of spam. It was in the movie Blast from the Past with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it came out of the fucking bomb shelter. Holy I shit. love that movie. <laughs> that movie's great. I mean, Alicia Silverstone's a fucking idiot, but she's still she's, a stone cold fox. She's, but she's gorgeous. Yep, she still bathes with her eleven year old son, which is fucking disgusting. He's not eleven years old anymore. You heard that story three years ago. He's no, he was eight 13. years old <laughs> when the story came out, and it's been three years, so okay. now he's eleven. So you're just following along. Then. Yes, I mathed the shit out of that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Here you go. Take one and pass. You should each take one and pass it. <laughs> <laughs> then Alan gets two. He's always thinking. He's way ahead of us all the time. I'm a visionary. Gentlemen, happy birthday to me. Happy Slancha. birthday, Rich. Nice driveway. I was supposed to put that all the way down on my face. I didn't do that. I was sipping mine. I'm sorry. You can sip at it. There's more where that came from. You don't have to be afraid of it. That's tasty. It is very tasty. I don't hate that. That is um, that is palatable. It's, Not a scotch it's, guy, oh, but the smoke really does help. Oh, yeah. Look at that bad boy. I picked up. That uh, tastes good, man. I don't, I don't taste the peat more than I taste the band aid. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can taste the smoke in this for sure. I definitely taste the smokiness, but you I, can taste the smokiness before it even gets to your lips. Yeah, because it smells hiding, so much like it's not hiding the band aid. Oh yeah, Rich, I got my uh, I got my ground beef yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Was it a successful uh, endeavor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I split it with uh, with D, and it was good. You know, I'm good right now because I still got a full one. How are you doing? You need any ears? You got a bunch in there. So I, I dropped. I, so we got all that stuff, and then uh, I got the cow liver. So cow, I don't know if you know how big a cow liver oh, you is. You got the liver? I took the liver. So uh, they're about the size of like a uh, like a large pizza. You know, I mean, they're big. You know, so if you take I a large pizza, that and I fucking yeah. need that when I go party. So yeah, so if you if you take like as a standby, if you cut yeah. like a large pizza and and you take like just a third of it off, that's how big these livers are. So I took one of them and uh, I brought it into work today, and I let the kids go have at it. I was like, all right, guys, I brought some of this. They had at it, and a couple of them were cutting up. I said, we're gonna have to just kind of cook it up and dehydrate it. So most of them were just like, oh, oh. but they had the two kids with knives ready to go. Like, yeah, let me get at it. So they were just cutting it all up. They're like, is it supposed to smell like this? I said, I'm gonna go with yes. It's kind of a smelly thing. Yeah. I said, we're making it for the dog. I said, yeah. I said, if you guys want, we can do something called liver and onions, where you just kind of take some of the sautéed up with some onions. Like, no, no, nobody wanted to eat any liver and onions. I, I ha I'm sorry, Alan. I have to take off the lay. It's irritating my yeah, neck. <laughs> please do. Please do. I thought Walden might be here tonight for your birthday. Yeah, I thought he might too, but whatever. I yeah. knew he was holding strong. He's welcomed me a happy birthday already. He's a good boy, that Walden. Well, it would have been great if he was here because then we could talk sports with him. Oh, yeah. Though I, I'm pretty sure even Rich can talk the sports this week. I can't because I didn't really pay attention to anything. I was yeah, at, we're uh, probably going to talk some sports this week. I was at Mexico Del Oreo uh, and uh, I had yesterday when the game was on. In Medina? Yeah. The one? Okay, that's a good place. Oh, real good. It the is. Mexican place in Medina is awesome. Yeah, it is. I couldn't tell you what the name of it is. He just told you. But okay. But the, the food I don't think that was right good. at all, but it's still good. I think that's what it is. Something like that. Mm. Whatever, it's got great food. Mexicano del Oreo. Oreos. I love Oreos. I think I've eaten there. I like that's, it's good. I like the double stuff Oreos. I don't like the double stuff Oreos. I like they the traditional or the thin. Do they really? Yeah. Because it wasn't a true double? It wasn't a true double. It was one and a half. It wasn't truly double. So somebody uh, sued them, I believe, for false advertising. What about 
Subway and their ten and a half inch footlongs. Oh, their eleven inch footlongs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I the only one who's getting a footlong is Jared. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time he fucking goes to the shower. <laughs> is he still in prison? Yes. yes. Do you think he'd find an eleven inch more comforting? <laughs> At this point, I don't think it matters. <laughs> you know, he's probably like throwing a hot dog down a hallway right now. So he doesn't even serve hot dogs. <laughs> That statement again was not by A L L Y N, not L. Every time he farts, it sounds like. Every time that hallway thing is dating people, like remember somebody thought it was me, and I'm like, I don't say that. I know. Do we know? Does that person still listen? No. All right, good. Well, does anyone really? We have quite a few listeners. We've got dozens of them. About a thousand a week. Holy cow! Hey, Cooper, do you want some? Do you want some hooch? We mean no. <laughs> so she's like, no, I'm out. It's so muddy out, and I have that doggy door that he goes in and out, in and out all day long because I want him to play and stuff. And my house is just destroyed. It's so, he's so muddy, and he crawls under the fence, and that's all muddy. So he's muddy from the neck to his gomasigama, you know. And then <laughs> what is that Italian for balls? Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's he gets muddy from there, and then he just comes in the house and runs. So I have the white couch in the one living room, and I came in like, oh man, that thing was just filthy. Couch cover. Yeah. So that's what I did. I had to put that on there, and I like the, my my kitchen floor. It's hysterical because you can see wherever he goes in the house now. He's so muddy, and I come home and I see it. And you see, I put all his toys away every day, and then I come home. He plays with all of them. He pulls them out and then he just so hard with his head attacking everything. But he's got footprints all over the white tile floors in the kitchen and then up and down the hallway. And I come home and like, I mean, most normal people just get mad at that, but I'm just cracking up. I'm like, dude, you know. And we just said that we go through it, and then I get try to rinse them off a little bit. And I, I went out and bought a <laughs> mop yesterday so we can have a new mop for him to do. They're that. still dirty. Look, he put dirt up there. Oh, yeah, this shirt. Look at the sweater I had. I I just put the sweatshirt on. And he went outside and he came up. First thing he does is jump on me. So he's got mud all over the sweatshirt. You're just filthy, aren't you, buddy? He's a filthy animal. Yeah, you had to dunk him in the sink for 20 minutes or so. Don't just, let him just drink. from the neck down, though. He'll be fine. <laughs> he's our studio. He's a studio dog now. I mean, it's uh-huh. the shame. I think he nice likes. Guy. I think he likes being on the table now because he'll come here, smell a little bit, and then sit down. Shenanamut. 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 <laughs> you should get him a, now you have to get him a red S for his chest with a cape. Yes. Where are you going? Oh, now he's starting to travel a little bit more. Do not knock over my alcohol. Yeah, Dog. Don't do it. So anyway, do we want to get to some sports? Well, we're going to talk about something. What are you doing, doggy? He's bringing his dad yeah, a napkin. He don't like the na- he'll take all the napkins, so get those off of there. Hey, don't lick. Don't lick that. <laughs> Don't lick that. <laughs> That's something I've ever said before. Come here. <laughs> He's only going to do it once. <laughs> All right, there you go. Look at how cool. He's just chill. Yeah, now you can't hear, though, because he's on the... We can hear. No, I'm good. I still got it. He just hangs out. Now he's just sitting right between me and Vincenzo. Have any of you actually dealt with Ticketmaster on the telephone before? No. What a fucking disaster. See, I don't need that negativity in my life. Holy shit. So we're trying to buy... Tickets to musicals for the kids. Well, that's your problem right there. No, it's not. It's not (laughs) worth all that frustration. (laughs) So we have season tickets, and then they'll open up tickets to... Ticket holders. Ticket holders to get extra seats for the shows. So I got a letter in the mail last week, and here's a list of shit that we can get, and here are the prices. So two out of the three shows are $49 a seat, and the last one's $59 a seat. I call Shays today because I'm going to get two seats for show one, one seat for show two, and two seats for show three. So I can give Should them I write to the that kids. down? Do I need to know that? Yes, there'll be a test later. 
Yeah, it seems like a lot of information that we're not going to need for the story. But go ahead. Right. So <laughs> I call Shays. I said, hi, my name is, and here's my account number. I need to add what? tickets to Slim Shady. Yes. Who? What was your credit card information again? <laughs> they have it on file. You don't have to tell them. Oh. So they go, oh, we're not allowed to give, we're not allowed to sell tickets. I call the box office. Oh, we're not allowed to sell tickets over the phone. Like, excuse me? We haven't been able to for several years. And I go, well, I bought tickets last year, Christmas time, over the phone. Oh, no, they should not have done that. We have a deal with Ticketmaster that they do all phone sales. You can use our app, or you can stop in, or you can call Ticketmaster. I'm like, I'm not calling fucking Ticketmaster because they'll have all the surcharges. So get an app. So I have the app because that's how I get my, my tickets. Mm-hmm. So I open up the app after I get off the phone with her. And I go to log into one of them, the cheapest of the show, which shows which should have been forty nine dollars. There are a handful of seats left in the area where we're going to buy it, so I go to buy two seats. Each seat is one hundred and thirty four dollars, and because it's that high, the surcharges that Ticketmaster charges are that much higher than a per seat. Once you figured out the taxes and fees, it was two hundred dollars per seat for tickets, according to the stuff that Chase sent me. Should have been $49 a piece. So I back out of the app, and I call Ticketmaster, find out what the hell is going on. They tell me, well, you just buy it through us at that price, and then you ask Shays for a refund for the difference. I'm like, excuse me? That seems odd. It seems very odd. So I hang up with them. I got his name and his agent number, so you can talk to that person again if you call back. I call Shays, and I said, I just talked to Ticketmaster. They said, blah, 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 and they're like, What? I have no idea what you're talking about. We're not going to give you a refund from tickets you bought from somebody else. Really? And I'm like, okay. And the people at Shays were very helpful. So I called Ticketmaster back. I asked for... Wait a minute. Jermaine. The letter offers you the tickets at that price. Correct. How does it say to obtain the price? It says to go through their box office or through the app. So you have to go there. So I went to the app and the prices were extraordinarily high. So I call back Ticketmaster, uh-huh. and I talk to the guy, and they go, well, you know, tickets are going really fast for the show, so we have adjusted the ticket prices to reflect that. I said, but I am a member, and these are my member prices. As I log into the app, which connect, is connected to Ticketmaster, Ticket and he goes, well, I told you earlier, you have to call Shays and get a refund for the difference. I'm like, I called them, they had no idea what the hell I was talking about. And then he was pricky with me. Well, if you can't read the paperwork correctly, I go, let me read this out loud to you. And I read exactly what it said on the letter from Shays. And I go, nowhere does it say I can't get it through the telephone. Uh-huh. He actually almost swore at me. And at this point, I have not sworn at him mm-hmm. <laughs> yet. I said to him, and I can't say the words because we're not allowed to say them on there, but with his attitude, I said, is there a problem? Because yeah, I'm call, calling you for help, and you're making it seem like it's my fault that your system is not giving me the tickets for the correct price. I can send you a picture of what it says from Shays and how it tells me how to, to get it. And through the app, which you host, it should see, since I have to log into my account, my Shays account, it should give me those prices, not this $134. And he was like, listen, if you don't know how to use the internet, it's not my problem. But it's not my problem. And I'm like, so then the CTR came out. Uh All in the same sentence. And he hung up on me. Because you swore at him, you lose. Right. Automatically. Yep. Yeah, because I don't have to take this. They could provoke you, get you to swear, and then say, I don't need to be talked to like that. That's exactly what happened. don't bother. Ask for a supervisor. Talk to the supervisor. So I'm making a trip to Buffalo tomorrow, and I'm making a formal complaint to... 
Chase. Oh, I'll, I'll, you can register your formal complaint with me right now. I'll wipe my ass with it just like they will, and you can watch me do it. Right. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm also registering a complaint with New York State Attorney General. There you go. That won't work. It doesn't work, but you know what? If you keep hitting them every time they fuck with you? No, because Ticketmaster will blame Shays. Shays will blame, Shays will blame Ticketmaster. And the and whole thing will come out as a misunderstanding mix. or a miscommunication. It's no, it's not. And you know how this guy and is. Then, this guy's difficult. And Shays will, yeah. and Ticketmaster will grease someone's palms so they don't have to worry about it. Because they get a lot of money for doing a lot of fucking nothing. Only if they can get away with... Just go in there when you go to a movie, when you go to a show, and steal something and call it a day. <laughs> That's what I always do. They have a cool... Walking out with a toilet. They have a cool crystal. It's in the open. Eiffel Tower. Up on the third floor. I'll take it. I think I might. <laughs> that's all. It'll be a and nice bookend to the Eiffel Tower you gave me. A dollar says it's too heavy for you to carry out of there. Tell them, just bring it. And if they're <laughs> I have Howie with me. So. so if they ask, what are you doing? Tell them you just work for Ticketmaster, and then they can actually. I'm taking my surcharges. No, just tell them that, you know what, we're taking it to Ticketmaster for, uh, for a show we're doing, a party, and then uh, we'll bring it back. Uh, if, uh, here's my number, and give them the number to Ticketmaster. <laughs> you know, you actually, go. that might be an effective thing, bringing Howie. Tell him you bought it at a discount. He'll definitely get it out of the building. Oh, yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> happy Hanukkah, Howie, <laughs> by the way. I'm still not saying happy Hanukkah to him. Which uh, which crazy night is this, anyway? Is this so first night was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, tonight's the fifth night. See? Wednesday, I'm at bowling, and a buddy of mine goes, hey, I'm going to buy you a drink for your birthday. And I'm like. No, Howie's going to buy me a drink for my birthday because he refused to come to my party. Because he said, first of all, he said the weather was bad. You went on that day when it was like beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah. (laughs) Then he said he didn't have a babysitter, even though my kids volunteered to watch his daughter for him. And they would have loved playing with her. So So I said, no, Howie's going to buy me a drink. He doesn't know it yet. And he hears me. He goes, I'm Jewish. I'm not buying anybody anything. And then he went and bought himself a fucking beer and was looking at me while he drank it. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) All right. That's kind of funny. It is. I'm like, you asshole. But you had to laugh. (laughs) He goes, you're asking a Jewish guy to buy you something? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Fucking Howie. Always been a big fan of the Jewish people. He says they write all the greatest Christmas tunes. They do. They do. It's a known fact. So I'm not wishing them a happy Hanukkah until after it's over. Oh, there you go. Just to be a pain in the ass. You know what you should do? You should buy your own menorah, light it on the seventh day, and then take a picture of yourself, and then don't say happy Hanukkah to him. I'm going to find them where they still call it Chahanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, in my opinion, Ticketmaster sucks. Don't use Ticketmaster. If you have the option or ability to get to the venue them, that itself, get your tickets directly from the venue. Or better yet, boycott anybody that uses Ticketmaster. So that's everybody. Because Live Nation is Ticketmaster. Yeah. And so is... Well, you saw that thing. All you got to do is get see all these shows for free. Just put a hard hat on and go in with a ladder. <laughs> and nobody stops you. Or have pa- a clipboard. Paper clip, uh, clipboard, clipboard is yeah. lighter. <laughs> that's right. Clipboard and some kind of a pass. That just says, admit one. <laughs> <laughs> Overalls in a dolly word. Yeah, there you go. Fireman's outfit. Oh, that draws more attention. Oh, I have one of those. Wait a minute. Is it... Is it red and slinky? No. Okay. It's not fuzzy on the cuffs? No, it's for putting out fires, jerk. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to put that hat on and come piss on your doorknob. (laughs) He was moonlighting as a a stripper, so. Yes. He's making it. It's ripple away 
firefighter outfit. <laughs> Are you making your rounds all over town? That's where I make my flames. Yeah, that's where I make all my money, bro. As a as a as a fireman stripper. Fireman stripper. Let me show you my hose. Yeah. I do all right though. I get four ninety nine a pound. So I, <laughs> oh, Cooper. I'm raking it in. Hey, Cooper. Just hey, Cooper's drinking the stuff because he spilt my stuff. He pawed it and knocked it over. Oh, he's gonna sleep well okay, tonight. Let him drink it. See what happens. Yeah, there you go. Lick it up. No. Well, I just more concerned about it getting all over the place. It take more than that to give a dog alcohol like, poison. I had it right here, and he went paw. He came over the top of the... He's part cat. Sand. What'd you learn? Apparently. What'd you learn, Cooper? All right. Get him away from the napkins. He's going to take him. Time to put him down. All right, come here, buddy. Maybe he's going to try and help clean up after himself. Come on. All right. Let him be considerate. At least he didn't spill the beer. All right, Cooper, you've been kicked off the table. All right. Jeez. So now Vinny wants to talk about sports. 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 First, he's going to tell us how awesome the, the Cowboys are. And Go. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know this, but he was actually born and raised in Texas, so he is a huge Cowboys fan. What? I hadn't heard. <laughs> born in Dallas and, and, and raised in, in Dallas, basically. All right. So, you got to go with well, the stars at night. As so you say that, he has to clap. Was raised in the in the county south of Dallas County, actually. So, okay. But my, my hometown is now considered a suburb of Dallas. Nice. Isn't it Tarrant County out there or something like that? Tarrant County is west of Dallas County. Okay. Isn't that Ellis like County is the county directly Trent, south. Tarrant's right. Darby, is that the same? Exactly. Okay. That makes more sense to me. Now. No, I was going to start off by talking about the Bills and their win against the, the Chiefs. They cheated. They had help from the refs. Right. Yeah. Well, good. It's fun time it came He was only five fucking yards offside right. you know, when they snapped the ball. That was just a bad angle on the camera, man. This <clears throat> wasn't offsides. Right. No, he he was playing his day. He covered the ball. Like, you couldn't see the ball when you looked what, into the neutral that's what zone. Got him. And normally they look over. I always couldn't figure out why they always look over at the side. Just because the the line, the side judge is telling them either back up or you're good. Yeah. Cause and he never looked over. Because they, they don't ever want to call an offensive offsides. Because that's just, it's asinine. Be behind the fucking ball. It's, it's that simple. Be behind the ball. You know, cover the tight end if you have to. Whatever. On the very next play, though, Von Miller was in the neutral zone, big time, bigly. Oh, he was bigly in the oh, neutral yeah. zone. Oh yeah, yep. And then they didn't get they didn't call for that. Everybody was still looking at the crybaby on the sidelines throwing a fit. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why. No, I didn't know Von Miller was in the fucking neutral zone. The next play, I was busy watching Mahomes slam his helmet down on the ground and be restrained from yelling at a ref. You know what? He still had. It was a first down play. He still had two more shots or three more shots if you consider a fourth down play. Because you're that close. So it wasn't like the game ended because of that play. But, oh, man, what a slap in the face it would have been if the Bills lost on a Music City Miracle replay. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. That would have. I mean, the way the officiating went, we might as well. <laughs> well, it looked like he was going to do a Kansas City Miracle when he, he did that, that lateral. That, well, that was, was a beautiful fucking that's play. That's exactly what happened to Music City Miracle. Yeah, I know. And it was, it was, abs- it was a beautiful play. Oh, yeah. Too bad it was completely fucking irrelevant. It, it would have been the play so of the too year. Bad. It would have at least made the number one play. <clears throat> oh, yeah. ESPN sure. top 10. And it, it could have been the play of the year in the NFL, possibly. I think we all know what the play of the year is. Even though they were big dummies about it and didn't get the playoff at all. That's true. <laughs> What's play of the year? The biggest play of the year in the NFL is that the biggest dummy in the NFL landed the most overrated pop singer in the country. Oh. 
Wow. Look, they were busy showing. I don't know if anybody else caught this, but she was hugging up on some other dude in the box. I saw that. And the camera panned to her, and she immediately let go and then was like, oh, like, Wasn't oh, it shit. Mahomes' brother? I thought that's who it was. I don't know if it was his brother or not, but it she, was. He probably, she probably let go because he probably grabbed an ass. I, I don't no, know. No, but she under, I wouldn't think she would do anything even unscrupulous yeah, in the arena because so she knows, she she knows the cameras John, are on her John all the Mayer, time. So. Yeah. I'm not saying she's doing anything Gravity. unscrupulous. Also, I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift doesn't have an ass. You're probably right. Or boobs. <laughs> she's built like a stick. You know who has an amazing Taylor video stick. that's ridiculously smoking hot is uh, Miley Cyrus. I actually I know that song Flowers or whatever. I could buy myself flowers. I don't know that song. Well, okay. I watched her do a backyard session of Jolene. Mm-hmm. Oh my, she's a train wreck, but that girl can sing. She can, she can sing. sing. Oh, she can sing. But that, in that song, when she was doing the, the video in that song, she's just, I mean, she's doing these kind of, I don't know what the exercises are when she's doing her exercise, Kegels. but they show her. And she's she's just, I mean, she is a beautiful woman, but I, I always thought she was a pretty girl. And, and now I'm thinking, I'm right, was she a train wreck or is she just like a... No, she's a train wreck. I don't know. I like, I went with the train oh, wreck totally and then afterwards. I, I'm thinking, I can't I get past Hannah Montana. Like I can't let it go that she's she was a child actor and now she's an adult. All I see is... She should be wearing a blonde wig, yeah. and and I can't. Get and hanging further. out with forty-year-old Jason Earl while she's sixteen. And, and I maybe, never saw Hannah Montana, so I didn't. I mean, I know of it, but I never really paid attention. Oh, to it, we so. watched it. My kids watched. Yeah, because you had your offspring that were watching it. Sure. My kids watched it a little bit when when they were young. But, but she is. I think she's talented. She's beautiful, and uh, she did a cover of Tom Petty's "Wildflowers" right after Tom Petty died. Uh-huh. Spectacular. Yeah. She does. She got a set of pipes on her, man. She's oh, yeah. rock solid. But she's chosen the worst genre. And yeah, I, honestly, she, I could care less about her personal life. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of, she's a train wreck, exactly like you said. Well, so, I'm a fan, so if I see you. Uh, you know what Bruce Springsteen did when, one time? I know I like Bruce Springsteen music, song. but I can't stand his politics. So the same week that Miley Cyrus put out her album Wrecking Ball, he put out an album called Wrecking Ball. And he opened up all his shows with his version of Wrecking Ball. April Fool's Day, he's in Australia, and he opened up with Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball. And he played the whole tune, and he did a fucking awesome job at it. That's cool. I thought it was super cool. Did he have to pay her money to do that? Probably. Well, normally the venue pays. Oh. So he has to say, I'm going to play this song, just so you guys know? No, it's there's some deal worked out that happens. But then they played his regular Wrecking Ball afterwards. All right. But I thought it was cool that he would, you know, just to be funny. Did she ever play his Wrecking Ball? No. That would be kind of fun. His wife would kill him if she played with his balls. You might have to pay-per-view that. No. <laughs> 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 uh, what I thought it was funny. That was funny. You know, now on a completely different topic, I'm looking across the studio here, and I can't help notice these wonderful chairs. Are these everybody comfortable in the new chairs? Yours is a new one too, isn't it? Where's the wheelchair chair? Apparently, it is. Yeah, the wheelchair chair is over there. Okay, I wasn't paying any attention whatsoever. Yeah, these are pretty sturdy. Yeah, they seem to be. I grabbed the two of them that belong to my setup there, and I put them in the the garage for a little bit because I got parties coming up here shortly. New Year's Eve, my house. We're going to party like rock stars from 3 to 8 p.m. is when my open house is. You just invited all of our listeners. They can all come. <laughs> no, I'm not going. You're all invited. Natalie <laughs> knows what you're inviting. We'll be at my, my studio. Uh, this is going to be my uh, at my summer home in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're jet skiing over to Detroit for New Year's. Yes. Be at Ockett Pier at noon on Christmas Eve. For uh, the the jet ski boat ride to that'll be nice oh. Detroit. 
we'll see what happens. A, a three to eight event. I think that'll be good because I'll be honest, I get tired. Everybody else I used well, to have these parties tough. that were around. Shred and Ray do it every year. What? Uh-huh. A jet ski to Detroit? They, they jet ski to Detroit every year. We could do that. They must do it from Lake Erie then? I, whatever they're doing. Yeah. Okay. What's the lake? I, I would much better motorboat to Cleveland. That's right. <laughs> What's the lake that Prince had Apollonia jump in? Lake Minnetonka? Minnetonka, yes. And he said, that's not Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good movie. I never meant to cause you any problems. <laughs> I used to say that when I was at GM with uh, Olive Garden, there was, this, there was this person that came out to me, one of the servers and stuff like that, and I couldn't do... I give everybody what they want, a time off request and things like that. So you go the holidays coming around and this person needed time off. And I like just gave them all this time off. And then part of it was now you got to work for this person this one night. And then I can't I can't work. So I was like, look, that was the deal we made. I give everybody this is it. So she's getting mad. And then the more they yell, I just don't get crazy. Like everybody wants to yell and scream back. And I'm just like, I never meant to cause you any problems. <laughs> and I was screaming. Just singing this song, and she's yelling over me. And as she's still yelling at me, I was like, I never meant to cause you any pain. And then afterwards, she was just flipping me off, screaming. And I said, I whatever the rest of those lines were. But anyways, it was comical. So a little homage to, uh, uh, shout out to Prince for all that. That was a, a fun memory. And they buried her under my pool. Yes, vertically. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let out all your secrets. That's why. That's what they do with criminal minds, right? Criminal minds teaches everybody how to kill everybody. Okay. <laughs> you know, or lifetime. Or Mandy Patankin, man. Yeah. God, I cannot stand him. <laughs> what? I don't like him. I like him. What the fuck is wrong with Mandy? He's the guy Patankin from the now. Thingamabobber, right? I, my name is Enrico Montoya. Yeah, it's Enrico Montoya. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. I liked him yeah. a lot. Yeah. There was an episode I saw where where the kid was adopted. Uh, his real parents were serial killers, but a nice family uh, adopted him. And then he was actually on playing the cello, which he was doing like Yo-Yo Ma's uh, or whoever it was, Beethoven's Suite Number no. 6. And, uh, this, and so instead of telling him that, hey, they pulled up to the house and they were ready to tell the kid who he was. And they didn't. He, they decided to the serial killer, mom, don't let him, don't tell him, don't tell him. That's the only gift I want to give him. He should never know who we are. So he, he sat there, Mandy, sat there and didn't do it. But when he sat there and watched the kid in concert, it was a beautiful episode. Tear. Every time I hear that song now, tear right from my eye. He, what was the medical show he was on before that? He was a doctor. Quincy. No, it wasn't Quincy. <laughs> he was a, some sort of administrator on a medical show. And uh, I don't remember what the Dr. show Quinn? was. But I caught the one episode, and he's walking around his office with no pants on. The other doctor comes in and says, you don't have any pants on. He says, I know. I mean, they make a shushing noise when I'm pacing. <laughs> so it bothers me. So I don't wear pants when I'm in my, alone in my office. <laughs> I so don't then know after that, that the other doctor doesn't wear pants when he's Chicago in his office. Chicago Hope. Was it Chicago, Chicago Hope? Chicago Hope. That was probably the one episode I saw. I never watched that show, Chicago Hope. No, I didn't either. But I do like him. And I, I watched him in an interview talking about how he is with the fans, and some people get mad if you keep referencing, like, old, iconic they're like, I'm bigger than that character. I've done more. I've done more. But when he has people come up to him and want him to do uh, the, what is it? The Bride of, what is the show he was in? What the Princess was Bride. The Princess Bride. Indigo Montoya. That's when he was in Indigo Montoya. He'll do it every time. Every time he does it. He he's has like, nothing better to do. He's like, this is people, this is what, like, people love this movie. I'm not going to sit there and say but That's what you this. sign up for, being an actor. Exactly. If you're, you're not gonna, if you're not going to shake hands with your fans and, and, and sign autographs, then you're in the wrong profession. Exactly. Can you imagine if a listener came up to me and said, hey, Rich, I listen to your podcast. I really like it. And I told him to fuck himself. Ooh. This isn't Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> there are people that do that shit, though. I know. They think they're just too cool for school. T- 
too cool for school. I have a family member who is in L.A., and obviously everyone in L.A. at some point is a waiter or a waitress. Is that Louisiana? Yes. Okay. They should go to Hollywood. Maybe get a little, a few more casting calls. Said that <laughs> Ben Stiller came into the restaurant, and he was not allowed to make eye contact with Ben Stiller. He would talk to his assistant, and if any questions about he wanted to have to talk, everything came through the assistant but if he tried to talk directly to Ben Stiller they would get up and leave bye and it's hard because then you don't want to do that because you want to you want to get the money which you think hopefully there'd be a generous tip there but that was the same story they had about who was that other uh, King of Queens King of Queens oh yeah Kevin yep. James Kevin James and he'd go, but he'd go in by himself but you couldn't talk to him you had to an- pantomime <laughs> when he wanted <laughs> No, that man is far too fat to have gotten bad service his entire yeah. life. <laughs> we talked about, though, that dude's strong as hell. No, that dude from Mike and Molly. I just saw him in a commercial yesterday. He lost a lot of he, weight. He lost he's half the man he used to be. Because I'm half the man I used to be. Yeah, that. Yeah, he, he lost a lot. He is, too. Yeah, <laughs> king, of, uh, king of Queens. He used to be a wrestler in college, I believe it was. Power lift. That was, that was Kevin James. Yeah, Kevin James. He yeah. used to be a, a wrestler, and then I got like had an injury where he couldn't do it anymore. Are, are you thinking of Here Comes the Boom? Because that wasn't that wasn't real. Well, I know it wasn't real. What a great movie that was. Uh, and it's wrestling, so it's not real. I get it, but he was a collegiate wrestler, I believe. That might be real. He lost I, 150 pounds. The guy from King of Queens. Isn't that how much you weigh? That's like two of you. The guy from who? King of Queens. No, not the guy from the Who. The guy yeah, from King. That's guy Peter from Townsend. Mike and Molly, sorry. Mike and Molly. I was yep. going to say Mike and Molly. 150 pounds in three years. He was he weighed 370 pounds 10 years ago. He hovers Do the between math. What 205 is and 210. 210. Hi, Dad. How tall is he? Doesn't say how tall he is. His resting heart rate dropped from 113 to 68. He also has no longer has type 2 diabetes. Allegedly. I was just going to get a new pancreas and call it a day. Yeah. He's got Wilford Brimley in his blood. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> no, you're not coming up here anymore. You're Every time diabetes about. thinks about rearing his ugly head, you know, his blood just points at it and goes, diabetes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Throws a little Quaker Oats on it. Yeah. Like, For all your diabetes medical supplies. Just rolling my pancreas and oats. You see me rolling. <laughs> While we were talking about sports... I'm glad Vinny's here because we brought it up last week and he'll have more insight than we had. Florida State got fucked. Okay. Florida get, State uh, got fucked. I do know about this. I'm Florida gonna need State to, got fucked. Let me recharge my beverage real quick. Okay. Aren't they the ones that went undefeated and didn't make the playoffs? Correct. Absolutely fucking preposterous. But is that the, is that the game? that that's They wouldn't have been in that Army-Navy game. The Army-Navy game always happens no matter what. Yeah. Army-Navy game is the Army versus the Navy. Yeah. I understand that, but that always happens. Done Correct. and done. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now they started moving the Army-Navy game around. It's supposed to be in, like, outside of Philly. Now, when you say Florida State, is this the Florida State Seminole Vesicles? Yes. Yes. Go Army, beat Navy. <laughs> I won that one on my picks this week. That's the only game I won. Everything else I lost on. Army beat Navy was yeah. the game you won? That was the game I won. Everything else, I'm like a bunch of, I'm a dummy. I didn't get, I think I went, I was picking four, four teams all year long, and I think I've only won 25% each week. Wow. 25%. I think the most I won was like a 50 50 split, but <clears throat> I'm a moron. I shouldn't gamble. I'm <laughs> so, the mush. So Come we, on, Kryptonite. So, what are you talking about? Florida State getting fucked? Yep. I say it's because the NCAA sees Michigan versus Alabama as just a ratings giant. A juggernaut, because I believe. You have two of the most hallowed programs in the country going head to head in the first playoff game. 
according to Boo Corrigan, who is the chair of the selection committee, his name is Boo Corrigan, I believe his name is. College people always have weird fucking names. You get Boo Corrigan, Urban, like Urban Meyer. Anyway, he he said that they were Florida State was a different team without their quarterback. First off, we, we have to preface this by saying this is not like the NFL. The best record gets in for your for your conference gets into the playoffs because it's not it's not professional. It's all done by a selection committee who they think is going to have the best games because at the end of the day, it's a fucking business, right? Because they're selling commercials, right? They're, they're selling airtime in, you know, during timeouts and uh, halftime and all this other shit. So it's a business. They're making money. Michigan, Alabama is going to be a huge draw. Okay. Washington, Texas. I don't know how big a draw that's going to be, but it's not going to be as big as Alabama and Michigan. Right. And I'm, I'm a Texas Longhorn fan because friends don't let friends go to Texas A&M. <laughs> so, I don't know what that means, but that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> well, it's just something that I've always said growing up. Friends don't let friends go to Texas A&M. Like, I had a friend in high school that went to Texas A&M, and then we weren't friends no more. I even heard some comments, not many, but some comments that said Texas didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. And I was like, well, they won the Big 12. They had one loss, which was to Oklahoma, which was a ranked team this year. You're ranked. I showered. Texas beat Alabama. They went into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama by double digits. By 10, what was it, 10 points, I think it was. So it wasn't like they blew Alabama out, but it was a decisive win. Like, people don't go into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. And so that always kept Texas above Alabama in the rankings. But I think what the committee did is they looked and they said Florida State is a totally different team without their starting quarterback. Because I guess his leg got broke or something. Yeah, but he, they still won without him. Which I think is a bigger statement. Look, I, I get that. Personally, I think it should have been Florida State instead of Alabama. Personally, because they were a conference champion. There has never been a college playoff without an SEC team in it. And I think they're trying to, to keep up with that. Next year, they won't have this problem because they're expanding it to the top what, eight teams, I think it is? Eight, yep. Yeah, the top eight teams. So even then, you would have had Ohio, Oregon, Florida State. They would have all made it in. So every, everybody, you know, the top eight, that's fine. You just get your rank one through eight, boom, you're in the playoffs. So you don't need to be a conference champion to make the playoffs as of next year. It, it's great that they won, but their victories weren't as decisive. Florida State's weren't without their starting quarterback. And that was the thing that, the selection committee chair said was a very big factor because one of the things they look at is coaching staff available and who's there. Same thing with players, player availability and who's actually playing. So if their quarterback was able to play, Florida State would have been in. If he didn't get injured, I guarantee you Florida State would have been in. And it would have been a toss-up between Texas and Alabama. Alabama got in and Texas didn't, it would have been some shit because Texas beat Alabama. So you don't need to go, well, which team's better? We already you saw which team You don't disrespect Greenbow, Alabama. Well, it's <laughs> we would have already seen it, which one was better, and I think that was week two during the season, and Texas went into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. I do agree Florida State did get fucked. They should be in the playoffs. They could have done something different this year, and, I, and one of the ESPN hosts was talking about it. He said, you know what? They could have redone the playoffs this year and made it a six-team playoff and given the first and second teams a bye week and made the other teams 
Washington's play. number two, right? Washington is number two. And yes. Texas is three. Texas Alabama's is three. Four. Alabama's four. So it would have been Texas would have at number three would have been playing number six, and then Alabama at four would have been playing five. And you would have pretty much satisfied everybody at that point. So if they had done it a little bit different this year and made it six teams instead of just keeping it four, because you, you just left out a Power Five conference champion, right? I mean, that's what the Atlantic uh, something conference, the Atlantic Coast Conference. I think the whole thing is horseshit. The whole way college football playoffs is laid out is just inherently wrong. If the NFL and Major League Baseball and basketball have to constantly revamp their playoffs berths and the way that they're calculated and the way that they're conducted so that everything at least has the appearance of being fair with uh, salary caps and trade limits and, and all that stuff. These guys aren't affected by any such restrictions, and it's bullshit. Because there's college kids who are looking for opportunities to get into professional sports. Mm -hmm. And because they are not going to the most popular schools, they're not getting the same opportunities. It comes down to a popularity contest. And that's not the way that any competition should be run. No. I I mean, I do like the the, the top 25 ranking system. But the way they got the playoffs when they, they only, oh, it's only the top four teams. Like, I always thought that was a low number. You got how many football teams in the NFL? Well, you have 32. 32. 32. And you got how many coll- collegiate football teams? Oh, dear God. Uh, you can't D1s? Even count. You're talking D1s? Whatever the playoffs ranking is called. Whatever that. I think it's Division One, right? Okay. So how many Division One teams are there in the NCAA? Jeez. Lord only knows. Okay. So there's certainly 133. Room. So there's certainly room for a playoff berth. You've got enough participants, certainly. Well, they would never do a playoff system like the NFL. One, they're like friggin' almost five times. They're, they're four times bigger. Uh-huh. So you have to go with the ranking system, but then you should do the playoff system. Eight, ten teams, I could see. Like, take the top ten. You could take the top ten. The first two, number one and number two, get a bye. Everybody else plays because that would leave you eight teams, and that would give you four games. Okay, but let's think of this this way. You got 32 NFL teams. The playoffs take... Four weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. Mm-hmm. So NCAA is going to take two months. Six weeks. Six weeks. NCAA should do is January and February are the the college football playoffs because then you have March Madness. So immediately they're going to another moneymaker. I'm surprised they haven't even thought of this. So you do a 32 teams make the tournament. Exactly. If you have 16 per side and you play, that gives you the two months. And then immediately you're starting March Madness. It's just money grab after money grab. It's amazing yeah. they haven't thought of this. But you got to look at those programs, though, that these kids are playing. They're starting their practices in, what, June, July, their training camps? Yep. They start playing in, what, September? They're in the prime of their physical specimen lives. I, I, I get that. But then you're, you're talking about playing and training from, like, June or July all the way until the end of February, the beginning of March. They're training year-round. They're collegiates trying to get into the NFL. They're, well, they're I, never down. Well, what I'm getting at is it, it's one thing when you go from, like, you're in the offseason and you're lifting weights and you're conditioning and you're doing shit like that. Tell me about it. But when you're wearing when you're wearing pads and you're physically running at speeds greater than 18 miles an hour and you're smashing into other people, it takes its toll on your body. Look at the NFL. They've, they've gone from 
what was it, 14, 12, 14 games when I was a kid? Now they're playing 17 a season? They're already doing the thing. You're already going to hurt yourself playing football. No, I get that. What I'm concerned about is the longevity of the player. Uh You don't want to see somebody that is an excellent player in their prime get hurt because they've been overworked or overplayed. And now their career is gone. What used to be a bright, shining star is now turned into, you know, That's a black evolution. hole. That's just evolution. You know, and, and I get that. But we, as much as we enjoy watching these young men and women play their sport, we don't want to see them get hurt before, you know, they reach their prime and their full potential at the sport. I don't want to see them get hurt, period, to, just to be clear. But you can overwork something to where you you do cause unnecessary wear and tear there has to be some downtime for the body to heal to recover and things like that there there already is that we're only talking about adding maybe one month of of play time and you can compensate that by taking by shortening the season schedule the season's already short in college i mean it's a 13 game schedule right 13 games if you're playing for a if you're playing for the conference championship, I think you play 13 games. Outside of that, I think you play 12, something like that. Okay. And, and it's then, the non-conference teams who like the added games because that's what you get are the non-conference games because they get a cut. Like, UB is going to play Michigan. There's no way they'll ever stand up to Michigan, but they're going to make bank on that game. So that's why they get that 13th game. It's for the smaller programs to yeah, make and, bank. You know, then you got all these bowl games and stuff coming up. like The, the toilet bowl. Yeah. Isn't that the Doritos toilet bowl? It is. Well, it's the Taco Bell toilet bowl. It's the Jenny Screamer's toilet bowl. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Maybe the end result doesn't look exactly like NFL playoffs. Yeah. But it's got to be something more objective than what they're doing You're a good doggy. Don't turn off the power. I I think it does need to be more objective. Like, you take uh, 10 teams may not work because at the end you've got number one and number two, but then you've got eight teams left that have to play. So that's four, and then that dwindles down to two. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe you divide the conferences in half and you, you cut that whole rivalry just like the NFL does. You, you cut all those playoffs in half until the final game. Yeah, because that would mean that number one and number two, yeah, that would be really weird because you would have, with the ten teams, yeah, you'd have to have like 12 or 8 to, to make it legit. There's plenty to choose from. So Well, it's just a matter of how many... How many slots do you want in the playoff? Because there's, there's the top 25. It would kind of make sense that if you're in the top 12, you would make the playoff. I mean, you could do it that way, or you could do the top eight. It just depends on how long they want the playoff to be. I think eight is a good good starting number. I'd rather them start low and then expand if they need to than be too big and then shrink it down and have everybody complain. Mm. I think it's easier to grow it than it is to shrink it. So, um, and that's <laughs> Not at your said. age. <laughs> Ah, ah, there's pills for that now, though. <laughs> so I, I think eight is a good number to start from. At the end of the day, Florida State deserved to be in there. Their team, they, they played hard. They, they went 13-0. They won their championship. They did it without their starting quarterback uh, for part of the season, and, and they came together, and they got, they got fucked in the end because we got to have fucking Alabama in here because Alabama versus Michigan is It's a moneymaker. It's, it's a huge moneymaker. It's going to be a way bigger draw than Florida State and Michigan. And it's probably going to be only the first time this college season that I actively root for Alabama. Fucking hate Michigan. <laughs> I, I, I don't care who Texas plays in the, in the final. 
I don't think Michigan can win because aren't they all poisoned with the bad water? That's right. So, and they have no coach because he's is he well, still suspended. That's probably a good bet. Most of the, the the hosts that I have seen on well, I know I won't say most, but a lot of the hosts I've seen on ESPN and articles I've read are expecting it to be Texas versus Alabama in the final. They're expecting Alabama to beat Michigan, Michigan, and Texas to beat Washington. Now, I, I think it's going to be a hard game for Texas for certain. So, you know, looking at it ob- objectively. Do they play in Washington or are these neutral sites? No, they're neutral sites. They're okay. playing at the Superdome, which they're like, well, that might as well just be a home game for Texas because you got to have Washington. three hours away. Washington State's got to come. Well, actually, it's six, but a uh, six-hour drive. But Washington is. That's a long ways away. Washington's got to fly. They should have it like in Omaha, Nebraska. So You know who lives in Omaha, Nebraska, don't you? Who's that? Warren Buffet. Does he lives in? I thought he lived in Arizona. I thought you were going to say Peyton Manning. No, that's uh, that's where Warren Buffett lives. If I hear Patrick Mahomes shout out no goal one more fucking time in his cadence, I swear to God, I'm going to slap that fro right off his head. Okay, Google. I, I really What's thought cadences? his fucking... <laughs> it's a rhythm the quarterback uses. Uh, so his center and his, the rest of his offensive line and everybody else know when to Yeah, blue, go. 42. Hut, hut, hike. So that's he was like, saying no goal. He's going... Right? Yeah, he'd say, 319, no goal, no goal. Was he saying that as an insult to somebody, or is that just what he said? The only time I've ever heard him shout the no goal cadence is against Buffalo. That's it. It's when he does it. Because he's a Oh, because he's from the way back when, from the 90s. uh, 99. From 99, yeah. Yeah. What a dummy. I I like Dak Prescott's. I think it's just great. You know, because Dak Prescott gets up there and he's like, oh, yeah, here we go. And then, boom, he hikes the ball and then, they, and then they do stuff. See, that's good. When you hold on to something like that and you're purposely trying to be, like, hateful, it makes you appear small, in my opinion. Like, you should be a, a top athlete and go like and that. So now I like him even less. Let me tell you something. I am. And I learned a new word. There you go. Cadence. <laughs> I'm a Cadence, Packers Clearwater fan. Clearwater Revival. I'm a Packers fan. I was born and raised in Buffalo, but I'm a Packers fan. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that was a shot at you. <laughs> Say again. Said I think that was a shot at you. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but I, I like the Bills. I have to tell you this, though. When Josh Allen loses on a controversial play, and there's been several against Kansas City even, he's still been cordial at the end of the game. Yeah. And... You know, congratulated the opposing quarterback. Mahomes came out. Mm, yeah. And he came out and he goes, I can't fucking believe they called fucking offensive pass interference. What the fuck? It's fucking bullshit. I'm like, come That's on. That's the difference man. between style and class and just trash. He, since he's been in the league, he hasn't really had, he hasn't had a losing season, has he? Like, he hasn't really faced oh, adversity. No. This is the first no. season where he might have to play the extra week. Yeah. Right. You he's know, never had to play an away playoff game. And he's he's got two Super Bowl rings, and his wife was a cheerleader or drill team or, or something. Yeah, but they've like, been together since high school, I, so that's a cool story. I'm not I'm not trashing his relationship with his wife. She's I'm just annoying. At all. I think it's really cool that you can be a multi-million dollar superstar athlete and still be in love with your... And LeBron James is the same thing. Yeah, I respect that Did about, about yeah. both of them. Yeah. You I don't, don't know. hear, I hear sh- things. You don't hear shit about LeBron stepping out on his wife. Ever. No. So I have a lot of respect for that. I, I do have a lot of because respect the, how for, much, for both of them. How much temptation is out there when you're in that position? Well, it's, it's got to be a lot. I'm right. sure that, you know, women are like, you know, here's my pussy, and they're throwing it at them. Right. You know, <laughs> and, and they're like, whatever, you know, and kudos to both of them. Exactly. You know, all I'm saying is that he's a fucking douchebag. I didn't think so until last night, and then I realized 
he's kind of a douchebag. Yep. Like, dude, you act, you threw a fucking tantrum. You acted like a fucking Aww. child. He totally did. Was a he boy. acted like a child. Like, dude, you lost. Do you agree with the call? No. Was it a legal, le- was it a legit call? Absolutely, it was a legit call. And actually, if you look at the lineup, they're... Their their formation was illegal anyway because they, they 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 did not have enough men in the line. The tight end at the other end was too far off the line, mm. so it would have been illegal formation regardless. I, I mean, either way. Do I like the passion that he's pissed off that they lost on a stupid play? Yes, absolutely. I do. Absolutely. But then there's a stop. There's a point where you just got to say, "Fuck it, we're moving on. We're going to show you that we can still win," and then leave it. I, I, exactly. Like and if he'd have let, played better earlier in the game, it wouldn't have been an issue. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I get that. I, I mean, I played sports for a long, long time. Um, I even played sports in the army uh, for several of my post teams soccer but nothing to the level of these professional guys it doesn't matter what level you're playing at competition is competition and you're going to be competitive you want to fucking win and i get that and i agree with you 100 percent. there's a time where you're like hey it's i said my piece now i gotta shut up i just gotta move on i gotta go take a fucking shower and we gotta fucking get back to work tomorrow and figure out what the fuck went wrong and how can we get better and we can win the next fucking game they're Wide receivers have been a problem all season. Tony and Romo even talked about And that's another thing. Like, they lost Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Right. They they got Kadarius Tony. Where did he come from? He's halfway across the uh, intersection in a stop. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one, too. <laughs> um, but he was never on the Bills, was he? No. Okay. I didn't think so. He but, doesn't have a record. Or does he? Who knows? Who knows? Lord knows. I mean, and I feel bad for Kadarius Tony too, to a certain degree, because he's sitting over in the sidelines going, if I was lined up correctly, we'd be winning right now, and Josh Allen would be scrambling, you know, probably throwing an interception, <laughs> trying on. to win the game. I'm not trying to talk shit about the Bills, but he tries to force plays. That's all that happened last night. Tony Romo and Jim Nance... Every time the Bills were lined up to start a play, they're talking about how Pat Mahomes would have done it differently. Fuck both of those assholes. <laughs> I thought they were better than Iron Eagle. And Normally, whoever. Tony Romo, I'm down with that guy. He's always smiling. I, he's always chipper. He's always in a I good listened mood. to the whole game. And he makes it's good because ribs. It's because he had a Coke and a smile before he got in the broadcast booth. Okay. I don't care. What he's type of talking, Coke? Dancing the All White Line Coke talking about or how great Coke. Pat Mahomes is. Original formula. All they're <laughs> focusing on is... Is Josh Allen's fucking interception. He had a whole game where he played incredibly, except for one interception, and that's all they fucking talk about. Pat Mahomes lost. Pat Mahomes didn't play as well as he should have, no. and that's all he can talk about is I don't how know. much better he is than Josh Allen. I agree with you to a certain extent. Like, Josh Allen has an interception problem this year. I, Just I will this say year? That. He's also one of the highest-rated quarterbacks in the entire league. Despite that, he he is he is Just remember, he's a good quarterback. I'm not Brett taking Favre anything the, away from him. Is in the Hall of Fame, and he was an interception machine. Yes, and, and I'm not saying that Josh Allen cannot do that. I was cleaning the karate school on Sunday morning with my wife, and I had my, I believe that's called a dojo. Um, actually, the floor you train on is the dojo. The dojo is actually housed in the karate school. Also so, called the Don Johnson. Yes. Yes. If you're cool. Without socks. Um, <laughs> yes. And pastels. There you go. The tubs at First Crockett. we made the mats dirtier. Then we they? made them cleaner. That's right. <laughs> you don't want to know where the Crockett is. <laughs> it's in her beaver. <laughs> Crockett, so, hell, I damn near killed it. Yeah, pretty much. 
while we were cleaning the karate school, I had my earbuds in. I was listening to ESPN radio through my phone. And this one guy asked a question. And he was like, uh, the host asked the co-host. He goes, with quarterbacks, how, how quarterbacks are playing currently right now, and you had a win and get in the playoff scenario, which quarterback would you take right now? And the co-host said Dak Prescott. Hands down easily. And the, the, the host was like, fuck you, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes because he's thinking of everything Patrick Mahomes has done in the past. And he's not thinking about how he's playing now. So he never even truthfully answered his own fucking question <laughs> at all because I wouldn't take Patrick Mahomes. I'd take Brock Purdy over Mahomes. I would take Brock Purdy over Mahomes. I would take Dak Prescott right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, hands down. He is fucking on fire. Except the other night, not this not last night, but last week their defense looked a little shaky. Who, the they, Cowboys? Yeah, but they made up for it against Philadelphia. Oh, they did. They they beat the shit but out of Philadelphia. But last Thursday, wherever night, I think they did a Thursday night game, didn't they? It was a Thursday night game, and it was a little rough. Um, a lot rough for the defense. Anytime we play a Pat Carroll team, it's, it's always a rough game because Pat Carroll – that dude is a fucking machine. Like, he studies tapes. He goes, Pete this Carroll. Is Pete Carroll, whatever. He, the jaw. Yeah. He, and chewing that little gum. Like, he's always, he studies tape. He finds weaknesses, and he just drills it home. He drills it home. He drills it home. But everybody laughed at the co-host of that show for saying Dak Prescott. You know, and he's like, Dak Prescott's going to go out there. He's going to get his ass whooped by the Eagles. And, you know, some people were picking the Eagles. Most people picked the, the Cowboys to win because they were like, look, the Eagles are going to have played three games in 12 days. They're tired. They're beat up. They're banged up. The quarterback, Jalen Hurts, he's not 100% right now. He's got some knee issues going on, and I guess they're having some run game issues, and their defense is not the greatest. Like, their third, deep, third down defense is apparently 28th or 29th in the league. Like, they're really shitty. And the Cowboys went out there and beat up on them. The, the Cowboys defense did. Yeah, Dak Prescott got, had a, a strip sack, and they, they ran the ball in for a touchdown, which I think is a little funny because the defense got the touchdown because the offense couldn't get one. The offense couldn't even get really in the fucking red zone last night. And every time they did get in the red zone, they get the ball stripped, and the Cowboys would recover. I, I thought the Cowboys played a pretty complete game last night. I was a little disappointed that they got four field goals. I was hoping for at least two more touchdowns. I was hoping for at least two more touchdowns to replace two of those field goals. But, you know, a 20-point win over a division rival with the best record in the NFL that everybody's like, oh, they're Super Bowl bound. Like, okay, they went out, they manhandled the fucking Eagles, and everybody's talking shit. Well, they ain't beat nobody. Well, they beat the Seahawks, and the Seahawks had a winning record, and the Seahawks came Didn't to play. Didn't have Geno, though, did they? They did. Did they, he get hurt during that game? I think it was towards the end of the game he okay. got hurt. No, he played the whole game. He played the whole game that game. He got hurt the week after. But the Seahawks came to play, and the Cowboys found a way to win, and they kept winning, and then the Eagles came to town, and some people were like, yeah, I'm taking the, I'm taking the Eagles. Like, I'm like, I don't know. It's always tough to, to determine who's going to win a game in your own division because you play them twice every year, so you know a lot about them. Yeah. So you, it, division games like that are a toss-up, really, for the most part. They are for the most part. And the Cowboys are mostly healthy. We did lose um, a defensive tackle last night to a high ankle sprain. But aside from that, everybody's pretty good. What makes it a high ankle sprain versus just an ankle sprain? The placement on the ankle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you think? Is that true? Whether or not he was high. That's what I'm thinking. It seems a bit peculiar because an ankle is only an inch in uh, height. It's the top of the inch. Uh, I don't it's know if that's top. true on a vajankle, though. Oh, yeah. 
Thank God we're from the jangle to the to the thorax. <laughs> but I mean, and then there was the uh, to to jump games. There was what the Minnesota game. Who the fuck did Minnesota play? Because they won three to nothing. It was a fucking baseball score. They kicked a field goal with like a minute and fifty seven seconds left in the game because nobody could get in the fucking end zone. It was really. I weird. think this was a bookie week, though, man, because I don't think anything got paid out this week across the just across the nation. They played the Raiders because they were getting hammered all year long, and I think. Uh, well, the refs, yeah. The bookies finally. Well, no, I think the I think the bookies finally had to make a couple bucks. Well, they were just getting hammered all year long. The the refs have been under scrutiny as of late. The referee team for the Eagles Cowboys game, whenever that guy refs an Eagles game, the Eagles have never lost mm-hmm. until last night. Period, because he's always throwing flags on the other teams and barely flags the Eagles. Last night he actually flagged the Eagles ten times and the only and the Cowboys only seven. Uh oh, that he knows he knows the heat's on him. Well, I think the heat is on all the refs because there's been some. I'd rather play schoolyard ball and just have the coaches go through and make read well, penalties and stuff. They've been calling a lot more offensive offsides, mm-hmm. which is something you really don't hear of. Because whenever you line up, they're especially the receivers, they look over at the, the line judge, and the line judge gives them a thumbs up or motions them to back exactly. up. And then they do because nobody wants to call offsides on the offense. It's, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Be behind the ball. Don't be in the neutral zone. Yep. The Bills needed a win yesterday, and they pulled one out. And it, it, it was a good win. Don't get me wrong. Like, they went into Kansas City. That's a hard place to win. It's a hard place to hear. They played good. Did, did Josh Allen throw a pick that game oh, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. One. Okay, but the Bills went in and they took care of business. Whether anybody thinks the referees helped or not, they put 20 points on the board and the Chiefs only put 17. That's right. When the they, clock they managed expired. to get 20 points on and then Kansas City fucked up their, the tie. And I think the spread on that That's was three points, right? The Bills were getting three on that game, I yeah. think. So oh, I don't know what the spread they was. They covered it. And they, they won by three. Yeah. But the thing is, is the Bills are now in the hunt for a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. They're just on the outside. There's like seven, seven and six teams in the AFC. I think that win does give them a slight leg up, but it's still, we've they're, still got five more weeks or something. You got four more games. Four more. And they got to finish off wins without the next four games. They're like yeah. the number nine team right now, the nine yeah, or ten team. And there's only seven spots. And so the thing next week with the Bills is the Bills, the Cowboys come to town to play the Bills. So that's that should be a nice boost for the Bills, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like the way the Cowboys are playing right now, it's going to be a tough game for the Bills. However, I can see the Bills being a tough game for the Cowboys because they got a little momentum right now too. The Bills do the, the Bill, well, very little. Josh Allen little. has a fucking cannon for an arm. I mean, I wouldn't want to catch one of his passes. He'd throw the ball at me. I'd catch it and fucking fly <laughs> 10 yards backwards. The guy's got a fucking rocket for an arm. That's right. You know, and you guys still have Stefan Diggs. You guys got Von Miller on defense. Micah Hyde, if he's fucking healthy, which he set out part of the game because uh, he got hurt. The Bills are a good team. There's, there's something that's not there, though. There's something that's missing, I think. Coaching. And, I don't think it's the it, coaching. I think Sean McDermott's job is safe. I think they, they got to get a couple of they need coordinators a defensive coordinator. They need, a, they need a couple of coordinators under him. I like how Brady has opened up Josh Allen's offense, though. It seems to be working well. What? Brady is the new offensive coordinator. Jesus Christ. Don't don't use that name in football content. <laughs> who, who, the, who the fuck is the Bills running back? Cook. Uh, James Cook. James Cook? Yep. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Who's the other guy? Morrison? Morris? Yeah, Cook was running all over him last night, though. Murray. Murray looks real good. He's they an both, older guy. 
He's like, I think he's second string. Yeah, but you get them both running. I, I like Murray, and that, I like that we can throw him in there opposite of Cook. Cook's a great running back. He's really under-acknowledged uh, in that regard. That makes them dangerous, too, because they don't have to rely on Josh Allen to force those plays sometimes. That's right. Well, that's uh, the same thing that's going on with the Cowboys right now. Like mm-hmm. Tony Pollard is having a resurgence, and Rico Dowdle is, is chewing up yards. He's getting four and six yards. He's averaging about four or five yards a, a carry right now with the Eagles last night. I was like, he's not going anywhere. Somehow he gets four and five yards out of the fucking play. I'm like, I didn't even see a fucking lane. Apparently he didn't either. He's like crawling through people's legs mm-hmm. and all kinds of shit. So, Buffalo needs more of that. <laughs> Buffalo needs to get back to being a nickel dime team. They're, they're, it's, it's all either drop, interception, or huge, tremendous play. And it's like, we got we to gotta get back to five yards here, 10 yards, five yards, 10 yards, five yards. March down the field. Take that underneath route. And burn clock. Own the time. Yeah. And they don't do that. They just, they Tecmo Bowl at every fucking time. And see, that's what the Cowboys are doing this year is the Cowboys are fucking eating up the clock when they move down the field. Like, they're doing it methodically. Like, they're not getting, like, they can do be explosive and get, you know, the 20-plus yard plays. Like, they did it a couple of times against the Eagles. Mm. Like, Michael Gallup fucking showed up the other night, last night. He caught a touchdown pass, and then he caught a, a fucking 25, 30-yard pass that he kind of had to, he had to lay out for it, but he got it. And it gave us the first down. It was fucking fantastic. Mm. We had Rico Dowdle, and we're doing jet sweeps with um, C.D. Lamb, who's picking up 10 yards on that. God forbid you get Cavante Turpin out there. He only weighs 160 fucking pounds, but his power-to-weight ratio is something fucking else because he's he's fucking fast. It's going to be a hell of a game this coming Sunday. I don't even know what fucking time these guys play next Sunday. Let's find out. Another factor for the the Bills is going to be Kincaid. Because they hit that guy, and he's probably 50-50 as far as catching it versus dropping it. I would definitely take the Cowboys tight end, Jake Ferguson, over Kincaid at this point. Like, Ferguson is just, he's like trying to eat safeties. Like, he catches the ball. Like, he took out a fucking defender the other night. Like, he lowered his shoulder. I mean, yeah, they went helmet to helmet. But the other guy had to come out because he was was all fucked up. Yeah. He was all concussed. I don't want to see a player get a concussion. At all, I don't want to see a player get hurt. Period. But he lowered his shoulder because he's trying to get a couple more yards. The hit, the helmet to helmet was obviously inadvertent. But he ran that guy over. He's fucking hurdling the secondary, like he's he's just something else right now. So there there's a little bit of of Jason Witten going on in there, and then there's some Ezekiel Elliott with the hurdling. Like it's this weird combination, and he's just Jason Bateman with the acting. He's mm-hmm. got it all. All right, we talked a lot about sports. Yeah, we did. Rich even partook. You're welcome. <laughs> Normally he doesn't. He just like this late in the season. Sports. I've paid enough attention to have something to say. By by the time the preseason comes up for next season, I won't know a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I read the articles about my team, and I'll read the articles about Buffalo. Yeah, let's do an <laughs> article. Or two. I wish I could put that second one in there as a title, but there's no way. Well, it's a reference to a thing. I know. So I got to look at whatever this is, apparently. Let's do a speed round on these, because there's a bunch of them I want to read, but we're over an hour 20 already. You didn't read them? You didn't read these articles? Not all of Seriously? them. Seriously? Jesus. Like, what, what am I doing? What am I, what am I putting the effort into this if you're not going to read the articles? I did read the articles this week, mostly. <laughs> really? I didn't read the articles. You just read the headlines. I just wanted to make you feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> okay. Aurorasaurus is finally up. 
What? Aurorasaurus. Last week we talked about Steve and the Auroras. Oh, we did talk about Steve. And Aurorasaurus was down as a website. So it didn't come up until this morning. So, yes. Yes. You know, too late now, but there's a thing happening tonight. There is in Uranus going to be an eclipse of Beetlejuice. An eclipse of the heart. Oh, that's big. Beetlejuice is It's huge. happening right now, actually. Don't say it three times, please. It's going gonna, it's gonna to eclipse Beetlejuice Uranus. for 12 seconds. 12 seconds. 12 seconds. Beetlejuice the star. Beetlejuice the star. What's going to eclipse it? And an asteroid is going to cross between it and us. 8.23 and, so, and 8.26 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so it's already so half a few minutes ago. We missed it. So Man. the footage will probably be available when we get home from this. The world is going to end. There's an eclipse. And what's the significance of this? Just that Beetlejuice, Almost nothing. Just that Beetlejuice's light will dim for several seconds? Well, Beetlejuice is one of the brightest in biggest objects stars. in the sky. Yes. It's one of the biggest stars that we can see visually, and it's also quite close to us. Yes. So for it to be obscured is very, very rare. This is an asteroid that is quite large and close to us, so that's the only reason that it has the the potential to block it out, obfuscate the Beetlejuice at all. You wouldn't even notice it normally. Well, I was reading somewhere that they, we do have the potential to. I think it's twenty forty three to actually get hit by an asteroid. Like there's a significant chance, like more so than other ones, where they're like, there's a possibility. There, this one's inevitable. Well, eventually we'll get hit. We're again. not going to see it coming. Or oh no, we will. Not necessarily. They're, they still catch them a day or two before. We're not going to see it coming. Well, by then, hopefully, we'll have some more awareness. Yeah. And but. Beetlejuice is not spelled at all how I... No, it's no. spelled Beetlegeist. Yeah, Beetlegeuse. Right. Like Beetlegeist. Yes. Beetlegeuse is how you spell Beetlejuice. Yeah. Don't get me started on Careful. astronomy. Careful. Don't, don't, don't say the name two more times. You're right. Because then it'll get it eclipsed. <laughs> Are they, did, we just, did we decide? Did we talk about that? Are they remaking Beetlejuice? No, they're supposed to make a second one. Yeah, they're but making a, a, a sequel. They need, sequel. They need to leave the original alone. Don't do that. Yeah, they're, they're, they were. They're doing the sequel. Come up with a new idea if if you fucking can. Like, you guys just went on strike for all this money and, and stuff. I mean, obviously, and for the, the AI stuff, which I'm glad they did because right. you don't want AI taking over the Plus, industry. the streaming places, you get 10 episodes, so you get writers are making 20 grand a year, and they're committed to exclusivity to that projects so they can't make any other money and they're raking in like millions on the streaming services for the same thing somebody's asking me about the podcast what is it what the fuck is what is oral rhetoric it's oh rhetoric rhetoric they don't know how to spell rhetoric so <laughs> is it a comedic rhetoric is it a, a, well that's r-e-t-a-r-i-c-k rhetoric is it comedy, commentary, or oral rhetoric? And I was like, I don't know either of those words. <laughs> <laughs> and you that's the correct answer to your question. Is it male or female? F- female. You should have said, all I saw was oral. <laughs> <laughs> all I read was oral. Everything else was just blurred. You had me at oral. <laughs> <laughs> also, are you live chatting our, our podcast? No, I'm texting. Okay. Yeah, so Beetlejuice is a musical now. There's that. There's and it was that, fantastic. That, that politician got caught giving her her boyfriend a handy, and, and she was vaping during the show. But that's oh. been, that, but that's been uh, eclipsed Lauren already. Lauren Bolbert. The 37-year-old grandmother. She's, she's pretty. <laughs> she's pretty. She is. She's a grandmother. She's oh, I believe it. Where's too much makeup? 37-year-old oh. grandmother is I only saw one picture of her, and I thought she was attractive. She's recorific. I'll tell you that. Let's I see. did not know that. My sister is... 
40. My sister became a grandmother at 39. Really? Your sister's already a grandmother? Mm-hmm. Yes. My, my sister had a, a child when she was in high school. She did finish high school and graduate, um, but she was homeschooled for her senior year, and that's how she... Homeschooled by your mom? Yeah. And that's how she... But obviously with the state standards and all that. It's Texas, so they weren't high. Yeah, they weren't high. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I made sure it was said, but I didn't say it. But then, you know, her, her daughter... Her daughter had... She had to figure as, out as the math on double so. bagging at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> she was young, too? She was about 20, I think. Oh, it's not too bad, then. Yeah. This is about... No, she was 22. So she would have been 22 when she had her, her baby, because that would have made my, my sister 39. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's about right. Well, she's 39 when she became a grandmother, so... My mom graduated in 1973, and I was born in... 1973. Yeah. I mean, my sister owns her own business and... Is hot, by the way. Who? Your sister. Oh, dear God. She's a very beautiful girl. Why is she not not on the podcast? She lives in Texas. She lives in Texas. By the way, way, she could deadlift you. Oh, yeah. She could whoop all our asses at the same time. She lives in the gym. Can she deadlift me? Yeah. Probably. He's not saying out loud. I'll, I'll guess. Can I guess? Go ahead. You're Tony Bogar size, so 290. You nailed it. Did I really? Yeah. <laughs> I would have said 280. Well, she can't deadlift you yet. She's deadlifting about 275 right now, and she weighs a buck 10. Okay. So she's. She's very pretty. Can I Google her? You could. You got to know what her name is. <laughs> you can't put Vinny's sister in there. <laughs> but, um, that no, that's exactly what he should Google. Is Google she on Vinny's Instabook or Snap? And then click on images. Now, to be fair, her husband. <laughs> Her husband um, builds airplanes, so he makes... Real airplanes? Yeah, and then real she lifts airplanes. them. <laughs> yes. Like for Boeing or just... Yeah, for, for Boeing. But he, he's also going to do some other stuff. He's going to build other airplanes. Well, he's going to do other things. He's, that bounce. He, he's, he's an airplane mechanic, but That's he also... That's why they call him Boeing. Builds Boeing. Them, so. <laughs> Make it easier. Um, <laughs> I'll just put it this way. He's actually... There you go. Type her name in there so I can see what she looks like. Sure. <laughs> You're going to make me really go skip tracing on this? You can't just give it to me? So um, I know, uh, I know, but I'm not going to tell because it's not my place to tell. He's he's actually going to do some other, like, pretty cool shit. That's cool. Um, That's going to pay Founder. really well. Did, you did not. Nah. Done. Let me see. No. Okay. Let me see. I'll tell no. you if it's right or not because I, I know. I don't even, you don't even have to know. I got it. So I'm sure. Figure it out. Because I said, who is this person with a similar name to somebody else I know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I know who that is. So, yeah, that's how I know. Yeah. Her husband is also a, a martial artist. He does um, Ed Parker Kenpo. He's actually really good. We, we, uh, when I went down there in, what was it, June, we actually did some sparring so, and stuff. Before we get to other stories real quick, I had a researcher come into our office Friday. Mm-hmm. Meteorologist in Rochester. So I was telling my wife, he's turning 50 in January. I said, we're the same age. I wanted to show her him. They have a big special. He and his wife are like gym rats. They work out a ton. Dude's built. So then his wife comes on, and she's smoking fucking hot. But she's lifted weights so much. It's not like it's not like pretty muscles. She looks like China before she stopped taking the... I don't like that. She's got bigger arms than he does. But her Facial, she is so pretty. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> they should sell picture frames for a living. That's a good-looking couple. <laughs> Who is that? 
That's my sister and her husband. You found it? He did. Yeah. Let's see the picture. They are, it's not they are a good-looking couple. Look at them. He's, he's a big old country boy. Now, is yeah. she married, or does she still have the Barberino last name? No, she's married. <laughs> Isn't it scary? How Who's that? Is that your old man? Yeah, Let me see. That was my dad. Let me see. He looks mud on to Mia. They look, you could see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Holy crap. You look just like him. I know. Oh, my gosh. Every time I look in the so mirror. So, wait, he's no longer with us? No. I'm sorry to hear that. You guys look You guys look like father and son. Oh, my God. Well, every time I look in the mirror, I see him. So, <clears throat> yes, that's my sister. Let me see that one. Look, she's got big fucking arms. Look at the arms on her. Oh, dear she Lord. She got bigger arms than you? Is that why you're taking karate so you can keep up? Yeah, exactly. Look at the, is that what arms are supposed to look like? Like my let me see. Like I go to the gym and work Holy out, fuck. but I don't go for size. I go to maintain my weight and to stay healthy. Are you saying those are show muscles? I because I'm going to tell her you said that. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> she goes to the gym because that's that's her that's her therapy. That's her inner peace. Right, I get that. Martial arts is my inner peace, and that's why I choose to do that. But I also need to stay healthy. Because cardiovascular disease runs in my family. Uh-huh. And I know too many people who have retired from the military and stopped working out, and within 10 years they were dead. Wow. Maybe if there was more running in your family, there'd be less heart disease. <laughs> it wasn't heart disease, it was cardiovascular disease. <laughs> but, so, um, talking about working out, well, I have I've this, been corrected. I have this beautiful thing. When I actually start working out, I don't know what it is. If it's just my genetic makeup, but the muscles pop right away. Like, there's solid definition, like, immediately. Everyone says, oh, it takes six to eight weeks before you start to see it. I can work out, and day three, you can tell that I've been working out. So it's been a minute, then. It has been a long minute. (laughs) But once I start, and once I get in my mind I want to do it, I'm, like, all in. So do it. Well, you know, right after the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right after the sandwich. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> I have to though, because I have to go to the doctor, and he's going to yell. Uh, don't forget, sandwiches taste better in pairs. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, and it tastes better when they're cut diagonally. Hey. What Whatever. kind of sandwich do don't you. have a lot of fat? Uh, a half a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you eat four of those, you're yeah. good. I love a good sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I just started working on a new dough recipe, like a bread recipe, because we've been goofing around at work on some, and I think I finally found one that I that I like. So we got to do a little more tweaking with that. But I think that the dough on this actually, it, it's almost like a no need because it comes out of the like after mixing it, it's very soft. I'm gonna get rid of the regular salt and add like a garlic salt when I do this. But I think this is gonna be just phenomenal. My problem with making bread at working at two locations is you don't get that opportunity to kind of knock it down and form it and then put it back in. So everything I do has to take like 24 hours, you know. But I think I like this this bread that we're coming out with finally. The chef that's at the one location, his bread is delicious. I can't make it like that, but I think he uses milk when he makes his too. And uh, he's just good. I mean, he's just, he's a, where'd he go, Johnson & Wales graduate. That guy could just, just cook circles around me. Just incredible, like everything he does. But I told you, we're going to work on some, uh, I got all that beef that I just got in. So there was, I don't know, 50 or 60 pounds of the beef. Then I got another 20 pounds of sausage coming. When we do, like, I think we're going to do a, a sausage and stuff and then pickies and stuff for New Year's eve but that'll be a fun day so we'll have we'll have a bunch of a uh, bunch of animal meat that you guys can uh, graze on a little bit i gotta start doing christmas eve dinner shopping oh there you go well it's about that time 
All right. We really need to speed round these fuckers. We're at yeah. 100 minutes. We don't have to do them at all. No, there's some great ones in here. I know. Well, you can push them there to next week. There always are. Save them for just next push week. them to next week. Maybe our people are just happy with this episode right now without having to both put through some of the BS. What's happening in Canada? No, no, we got to get at least two. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> he said, fuck you, we're doing an article. <laughs> Man. You tried. Hey, first of all, fist bump, because that was good. You tried. You tried. You I tried. got to do that's how they get you first. Nobody <laughs> cares about the that's how they get you. Oh, these are good, though. Yeah. And you got two of them. There you go. Okay, now I got to try and get back to this. Cooper, look at this. Poor guy's all zonked out right now. You're keeping him up late. That's so what I'm going to do when I, I go, go home. So are you going to do your articles and then I'm going to do it? That's how they get you? No. We're going right to you telling us how they're going to get us this week. How are they going to fucking You've get had us two week? hours to read these fucking articles. <laughs> they <laughs> were not have that kind of time. Four if you count the time it took for me to actually put it in there. They were obviously not that important. Not to me. But they're pulling, burning a hole in Craig's pocket. Oh, so. this one might be a good one. A woman has been arrested for shoplifting. for shoplifting. Sharpler. That's, Sharpler. The, that's the bourbon dog. <laughs> Shop with a cop event. Shop so. with a cop. She got arrested. <laughs> Please read the fucking article for us. I want to hear hear this. In Livingston County, ma, a 62-year-old woman attempted me. It was me. It was me. It was me. Not was ma. It? Maryland? Me. Michigan. Michigan. Attempted to shoplift no, from a Walmart in Livingston County MS. during a shop with a cop event. Michigan Ms. is M-I. Me. M-A, I think, is Maryland. Me. It's me. It's me. Massachusetts Not is ma. M-S, right? M-S. Could be Missouri, actually. Could be yeah, some, some of them. I don't There's too many fucking M's. Oh, it's Mo. Mo. Yeah, Missouri is M-O. And that's how they get you. <laughs> In the other, that's how they get you. <laughs> He's like, well, fuck. In, and that's it. That's the article. In other news. Let's see. I just totally what stole your What else do you need line. to know? The woman got arrested for shoplifting during a cop event. Oh, wait. Stupid. Here we go. Us man discovers he has pea plant growing in his lungs. <laughs> So Ronald Sviden is a retired teacher from Brewster, Massachusetts, and he was astonished to discover that what he thought was a tumor growing in his lung was actually a plant that had sprouted from an inhaled pea. So I, this, I think that's actually pronounced Brewster. 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 Brewster, Mass. Wicked pizza. But the 75-year-old was told was uh, <laughs> the 75-year-old said he was told the pea seed has split and sprouted in his lung. It was about a half an inch long, which is uh, if you got if you're curious about what the size of that actually is, you figure it out. But it's a pretty big thing. I guess a half inch half an inch inside is pretty big. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> <laughs> One of the groups of diseases called chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or you may know it as coped. <laughs> when he took the turn for worse a few months ago. So he took a little turn for the worse. But they found that his left lung had collapsed and showing a grainy spot. They followed two more weeks uh, of test and had prepared himself for a diagnosis of lung cancer. But the doctor discovered he had a plant growing in his lung, so that's no big deal. He underwent surgery, they removed the pee, and boom, now he's aces. So for those of you that think you might have lung cancer or may have been uh, diagnosed with lung cancer, maybe there's a chance to get a second opinion. <laughs> so 
That's sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, how they get you. <laughs> so, Rich, what's happening in Canada this week? Cue the music. You try so hard, buddy. I'm bringing it each and every day, my friend. That's right. In Canada this week, a customer at McDonald's in Nova Scotia who was given a donkey with his Happy Meal instead of the Pokemon cards he was expecting had an all-time meltdown. A meltdown that resulted in him trading punches with a fellow customer. The man believes that's the least Canadian thing he could have done, really. The man believes that the store had a whole rack of Pokemon cards. He pointed to what was likely a display for the promotion while demanding that he be given some or a refund. After claiming that he had been given a donkey toy two times in a row, the man dressed like a 49ers Kansas City Chiefs quarterback (laughs) threatened legal action against the fast food chain. I fucked that joke up. I'm not familiar with how things work in a preliminary (laughs) system, so I don't know if it's simply yelling. Apparently not familiar how a joke goes. (laughs) (laughs) The one dude is wearing a Josh Allen jersey in the picture, so. That's true, but he wasn't acting like it. Does it say Josh Josh Allen? Allen? Can you see it? It's just a. It's a 17 Bills jersey. Okay, I was going to say. You can see the Bills on it? Oh, it's very easily a Bills jersey. I mean, from that angle, it might be the Giants. And not with the stripes on the side like that. <laughs> he asked, said, I want my $2. <laughs> he asked for a refund, stating that he came to the restaurant as a child, then made his claims that he still had Pokemon cards. All of that before yelling, McDonald's, I want to press charges on McDonald's. A woman filming the meltdown told the man that he was behaving worse than her disabled children. The man denied her accusations. And they're really disabled. And you always find a way to say the most terrible things on the podcast. What are you talking about? It's just a, why would you make fun of disabled children? I didn't say that. Children? She said it. <laughs> you just can't throw a term out like that without qualifying it. I mean, I think it was a horrible statement that she made. And differently I was being, abled? Would differently you be more abled. comfortable with that? Yes, that would be a better way to describe okay. it. Look what I can do. Yes. <laughs> The man denied her accusations and asked her to put the video online because he was being targeted. I'm sorry, but if he was in Target, then they yeah. wouldn't have had the toys to begin with. He could have been Walmarted. <laughs> could have been Walmart. What is this that? exchange didn't show the man slow the man down one bit. In the middle of the exchange with the woman, he was heard asking the manager for his refund and for the donation that he had to make to that he had made to be returned to him. He said, "I want my six dollars." Not $2. I want my $6. Inflation. I want my donation back. Well, it's Canadian, too, so there's GST and all that stuff. <laughs> Six Canadian dollars. Dollars. With a conversion rate, it's two American dollars. The manager insisted that the customer wasn't being targeted and that the location was simply out of Pokemon cards. With the display telling him a different story, the man wasn't buying it. It was at this point, with his accusations of being targeted voiced and his official declaration that he wanted to press charges made known, that he decided to file a complaint with the manager. There was another round of manager, the manager attempting to... Explained to the unhappy customer that he didn't have any Pokemon cards. This back and forth took place before another customer got involved. The hero in a Josh Allen jersey was oh, tired yeah. of the holdup and walked right up to the counter to place his order. This didn't sit well with the guy who was still in bagel mode. The two exchanged words briefly before throwing hands. The Bills jersey sporting customer had more bark than he had bite, uh-huh. but his heart was in the right place. He softly landed his softly landed punch had put an end to the argument over the Pokemon cards. The two 
went a couple of rounds, punches were thrown, grappling took place, and chairs sent flying. Somebody can be heard telling the men that the police were being called. The video ends before they arrive and appears to show the Bills fan picking up the angry man's backpack before walking outside with it. So much for a quiet meal in a small Canadian town of Truro. Truro. And that's Did what you say churro? Truro. Oh, I heard churro. sugar. Those are delicious. Not Danny Trejo. Not Trejo. Truro. He's, I just watched a movie with him in it where he was a Vietnam guy and he was on a bus and he was kicking butt. I don't remember that movie. Oh, it was probably with Danny Glover, some B-rated flick. Definitely B-rated flick, but I don't know if it's called. Lethal Weapon 4. Badasses. But yeah, badass. Badass, badass. They made like two or three of those. I think Badasses 2 was called like Badasses 2, Badasses on the Bayou, or some stupid oh, really? shit. Yeah. Yeah. The first one seemed okay, but. Anyway, that's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I always have a website for you. I always have a website for you. I know. There's so many of them. Although this week, I cheated. Uh-oh. It's not, in fact, a website. It is a YouTube video. Oh, that'll be fun. As you guys may have heard, today is the anniversary of my birth, the 50th anniversary of my birth. That is correct. As such, for my birthday, my brother, the illustrious Walden, got me a bottle of scotch that I've been looking forward to for many, many years now, that being of Lagavulin. Since I finally got my bottle of Lagavulin, this week's website is actually the YouTube video of Nick Offerman's Yule Log. So if you go to YouTube, you can search for Nick Offerman's Yule Log, Y-U-L-E, or you can search for the YouTube code H-Z-L-D-U-2-F-V. I can't even read that. What is that? I-N-K. I-N-K. It ends with ink. It's 45 minutes of Nick Offerman drinking and staring into the camera. That's correct. Is it really? It is yes. Nick Offerman's Yule Log. Is that a green bottle? What is this one called? Lagavulin. Can you spell that for me? I want no. T H A T. T H A T. That. Can you spell that for me? Yes. T H A T. Oh, you're so literal. So check it out. Nick Offerman's Yule Log. <laughs> that sounds like a trick. It does. <laughs> Dot com. It'll take you to dicks.com. It'll take you to dicks.com. No, no, no. Or (laughs) whitehouse.com. Is that where the dicks are? Yes. Ooh. That's just where they go to hang out. Anyway, this week for Shenanigans Spend. Alan with a Y. Have a great week, everybody. Vinny. See you next week. I am Craig, and a big happy birthday to Rich. And 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 a belated happy birthday to Craig. Thanks. Apparently, I forgot to go on Facebook on December 7th and actually wish him a happy birthday. I, I, didn't, I didn't even really notice. Did I, I didn't even. Yeah, I'm sure you got plenty of other ones. See, and I had already wished you happy birthday. Saturday. I, on your, at your party. Right. So I didn't think it was. It was the Facebook technicality. Yeah. It, I always miss them, too. So I never. I'm a terrible Facebook happy birthday person. Let's not also forget the presence of me at your birthday party. That actually means a lot. It does. And (laughs) the cordless (laughs) microphones. That's right. So you made out pretty good, my friend. Pretty good. Yes. So you didn't get a can of spam. I didn't. But I got these cool things. That You got a lighter? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, this week's for shenanigans. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week.